0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Halloween Bluescast. My name is Jason, and it's a pleasure to have you with me again. This is episode... well, oh, I, I forgot what episode it is. Ah, uh, 105. Episode 105. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Uh, this week, I did see some horror movies. I saw one in particular, and it was a great one. Um, this week, I watched Fresh. Um... This is a new cannibalistic horror film, uh, directed by Mimi cave and, uh, starring Daisy Edgar Jones and Sebastian Stan. Um, Daisy Edgar Jones. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. Let me check her IMDB real quick. Um, war of the worlds apparently she was in. So I guess I've seen her in that. Um, she has a very familiar face, but yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her anything in before. Uh, Sebastian Stan, of course, you know, winter soldier. Um, he's currently on the, uh, Pamela and, uh, Tommy show on, uh, FX, uh, which I've been watching as well. And I've been really enjoying. Um, yeah. So basically this movie is about the, uh, the trials and tribulations of the modern dating world. Uh, we follow, uh, Daisy Edgar Jones's character who is, uh, Noah, as she's trying to like, you know, find her way in the dating world. And she really doesn't have much success. You know, her first date we see her with is like this guy. Who's, his name is literally Chad. And he is just pretty much a Chad and total douchebag. Um, and so it's kind of like puts her off on it. And she's like contemplating with her friend, you know, like, you know, I really don't want to be involved in the dating world. I want to like escape all this. And I just want to, you know, move on with my life. But of course, Sebastian Stan enters her life and he plays this charismatic character who convinces her, you know, like, Hey, maybe I'll give this whole dating thing. One more chance. Maybe, maybe, um, Sebastian is the, the one for me. Uh, his character's name Steve, which is kind of ironic, you know, cause, um, you know, Steve Rogers, Sebastian Stan, Bucky, you know, the connection there in another universe. This is basically, uh, Bucky stealing, uh, Captain America's, Identity after he went missing in the ice Um, Anyway so Steve comes into her life and Sweeps her off her feet and she's kind of charmed by him And she quickly falls in love And it, actually like this First part of the movie plays like a um, A very charming Very endearing Romantic comedy like this first Like you know So I don't want to say how long but this first part Of the movie like you could cut this chunk Out and show it to someone and they would think like, Oh, this is going to be such a a great romantic comedy. I I can't wait to see how this plays out. And then once you get past that, a certain point, uh, things take a very drastic turn (laughs) and the facade of, uh, uh, Sebastian Stan's character, like quickly fades away and the charming demeanor kind of gives way to this very unhinged manic, uh, performance that I really enjoyed. Um, So basically this movie um, without kind of spoiling too much, basically what we find out is that um, Sebastian Stan's character is a, uh, a guy who is a a bit of a cannibal. He specializes in um, cutting people up and delivering their meat to other people like him. And he kind of is a big connoisseur of, of human flesh and he loves it. And uh, Noah is his latest grab his latest uh, catch of the day. So the movie is basically about her stuck in the situation where she's going to be, you know, served up as food for all these other people. So she's trying to figure that out um, and trying to escape that situation, you know, seeing how she can survive it, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, Yeah, th- this movie is extremely well done. Like I think it's, very well shot like it's a beautiful looking movie um a lot of the lighting and color is done really well uh like there's great scenes where like sebastian in his full creepy mode is like displayed in this angelic light and then we flip over to noah and we see her just like in these dark drab um very very stark reality kind of situation of like okay no her situation is very horrible and horrific and uh the contrast is there that you can see it visually like okay she is confined, trapped in this prison in stark, cold lighting. And meanwhile, Sebastian Stan and his his kind of own perception of his like being, I guess, is uh, cast in this very fuzzy lighting. And he's just kind of, you know, above it all. Um, yeah, it, it's a it is a extremely well done movie in terms of its uh, production, uh, design, coloring everything about the visuals of this movie I really enjoyed um I also have to give a shout out to like the performances like I think Daisy Edgar Jones and Sebastian Stan are fantastic together they have great chemistry um while while Sebastian Stan kind of steals the show a bit for being like you know really over the top and zany at times um I think Daisy does an excellent job as well playing sometimes playing the straight man sometimes playing um a comedic foil. Like she kind of like bounces back and forth as she's trying to figure out how to survive the situation. Um, Like her, her performance has this great range of someone who's desperately trying to think of ways to get out. And someone who's also trying their own hand at manipulation and things like that. Um, Also in this movie is a Daisy's friend, Molly, who does a good job in this as well. Um, Her, her role is kind of more, to the back burner at certain points of the film, but she does kind of play a good part in it uh, as a supporting character. And uh, there's lots of great comedic bits in this too. for as much as this is like a kind of like, uh, you know, it's a cannibal film and it's like a situation where like, okay, this person has been kidnapped and they're basically going to be tortured. And there's all these horrible things happening. There's a lot of laughs to be had in this movie. Um, some of it is, you know, incidental, like it's, you know, uh, it's kind of like, like, like there'll be nice juxtapositions of like, oh, this is a horrible situation. Uh but it's like it's reflected against this background of like kind of like absurdity. Um and then there's other bits where it's just flat out just comedy where characters are just like making jokes and things like that. So it's a kind of even though it's you know, a pretty dark cannibal tale, like it still carries some lightness to it. Like it doesn't get too it doesn't get too deep in the woods with uh how dark and horrible this situation is. Every time it gets to that point, it kind of pulls back a little bit with some jokes. So it's not constantly beating you over the head with like how oppressively horrible the situation is, Um, which it could have easily done. Like this could have just been uh, a miserable torture fest. It could have been, you know, just constant grind of, of misery, but the movie kind of smartly knows to just give you a little bit of that and then supplant it with some comedy to kind of ease that back a little bit. Um, yeah. So, you know, pretty much like everything about this movie I really enjoyed. Like I think the story is tight. It's, a, uh, it's well told. It's done, it's delivered in a, a smart comedic way that I think is really enjoyable. Um, like the performances are, are great. The chemistry is great. Um, everything about this movie, I just super enjoyed. Uh, I really, really liked it. And, um, I would give this movie easily a five out of five. Um, I highly recommend it. If you are a fan of like cannibal films, um, in this vein of like, uh, like a Hannibal Lecter style cannibal, like this isn't, you know, cannibal holocaust where you got people running through the woods and like gnawing on legs and things like that. No, this is more just like more of a Silence of the Lambs kind of intellectual cannibal who is serving people up in a uh, refined way. You know, we're, we're gonna eat this nice meatball. Uh, perfectly prepared on top of you know this pasta dish and all this kind of stuff like that kind of cannibal is what we're dealing with here um so if you are grotesque and like put off by cannibal films this one probably isn't so bad like it still does have scenes where he's like carving up a leg and things like that but it's done in a way where it's not as gruesome or as violent or as horrible where you're going to be like you know reaching for a a puke bucket or something like that it's more like ew that's that's gross that's nasty but you're going to get over it um So if if that makes you queasy, I think you can handle this. Um, Yeah, otherwise, yeah, yeah, this is a a, a great, great movie. Uh, Highly recommend it. Um, Check it out. It's free on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you have no excuse not to go see it. Um, So yeah, that is fresh on Hulu. Go check it out. And uh, also, just a quick shout out. I got to make a mental note to stop saying uh, shout out. Well, who says shout out anymore? Anyways, um, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring, uh, which has been my game of choice for these past few weeks, and uh, boy, do I really like that game. Um, in terms of horror, the horror in this game is mostly just in the creature designs and the setting. Like, it's a very um, kind of Celtic lore setting where it has this vibe of being um, very, very inspired by Celtic legends and um, those kind of myths. Um, I, I, you know, unfortunately I'm not too well versed in those areas of lore and things like that. Um, I would like to be, and this is kind of like making me want to seek out more knowledge on that because the little bits of things they tease here and kind of like the creepy vibes they get into are really well done. Um, And some of the creature designs and some of the inspirations that they're taking from real life myths. Like I'm, I'm being really intrigued and pulled into this idea of like, oh, I really want to further explore the world of, of Celtic uh, mythology. But um, yeah, Elden Ring is a fantastic game. Basically it's from the, the lineage of, you know, dark souls, um, demon souls, bloodborne, all those kind of games where the idea is, this is a game that's really hard and you're going to die a lot. Um, I will say like, this is kind of my first, real trek into these games like i've kind of dabbled them dabbled in them before you know briefly touched them and uh kind of just bounced off um but this one like i think the setting has really pulled me in um i'm really enjoying the beauty of the world because like it, it, despite like the the horrible monstrosities that live in it uh the environments are gorgeous and it looks beautiful and i love just riding around on my horse and just seeing everything and exploring all these different parts of the world and kind of getting lost in in just the the nature and environment and wandering off and finding all these weird and horrible monstrosities. Um, It is an amazing game. Um, I'm hoping to beat it. We will see if that is the case. Apparently this is a very long game. Uh, I'm probably looking at about 80 hours or so, 50 to 80 hours by the time I'm, you know, in order to beat it. That's kind of like the uh, the range I've heard. Uh, Right now I'm at 20 hours in. I think maybe twenty five. I'm not sure, um, but it's easy just to get lost and uh, start exploring and riding around and just just taking in the environments. Like it's very easy to to lose yourself in that. So I'm trying to be mindful of where I'm spending my time, so I'm not just constantly riding around doing nothing and tr- actually progressing in the story. But yeah, um, I'm going to be enjoying that for quite some more time. Um, like I said, I, I'm. I'm 20 sort of hours in, but I feel like I've barely scratched the surface. So I imagine I have many more hours to go. All right. That is what I've been watching and playing. Uh, let's take it on over to the news. All right. Not a whole lot of news this week. Kind of really a sparse week for news. Um, but a lot of movies coming out this week so we'll touch on that A little bit later um, First off Yeah let's go ahead and talk about this So uh, South by Southwest Happened um, This past week and a lot of you know Reviews came out of there And a lot of stories about um, You know different movies that are being Released in theaters in the near future uh, One of the big ones though Is that Ty West's Upcoming film X which uh, comes out this week is getting a prequel um, that is currently in post production. And apparently this prequel is filmed in secret in New Zealand, according to uh, deadline or not deadline, uh, bloody disgusting. And at the, um, at the premiere of X at South by Southwest, uh, they actually showed footage or possibly a trailer for Pearl. Um, and apparently, uh, this trailer, whatever it is, prequel footage will be, um, in accompanying uh all screenings of x this coming week um another interesting re- revelation this is that um the uh film pearl will be taking place in let me see here uh, I saw it here Ah, oh, here we go um will be taking place in nineteen eighteen. Um, and we'll still be, uh, featuring Mia Goth, who is going to be in X and will also be in this prequel, which takes place in 1918 and upcoming film X takes place in 1979. So that is pretty curious. Makes you wonder like, how does this character feature in both films? Like, is she the same character in both films? Is she maybe just like, you know, bookending it? Like, like she's in this one in X and then like, she kind of appears in Pearl to, to tell the story of Pearl or is she playing a completely different character? Like this will be uh, it's an interesting little thing uh, Ty West has got going on here. Um, so no word on when this will possibly be released, but just know that if you're going to go see X this weekend, um, stay tuned for footage of Pearl, which I have to imagine because apparently according to this, um, this bloody disgusting report, all the footage of Pearl kind of spoils some of the stuff in X. So I have to imagine if they're going to show this Pearl footage, they're going to show it at the end of X, right? Like they're not going to show it before X begins because then you're going to spoil the movie. So hang around your theater um, after X has played and see if they show this footage. Yeah, just in case. All right, we got some minor news on the... uh, the dead space remake that is currently in production at EA uh, this past Friday. They held a, a little live stream to kind of go over the audio work that they're going to be doing for the new dead space game, talking about the, uh, you know, the way they're designing the game to have audio that feels alive and is echoing, and re- reverberating through the spaceship. And, you know, th- th- just kind of getting into the nitty gritty of how they want to update the audio quality to make it more immersive and intense for the game. So obviously all good things, um, but also at the same time, EA announced that the upcoming remake will not be released this year. And it'll be pushed back to uh, 2023. Which, you know, if it has to be pushed back, it has to be pushed back. That's all there is to it. Better that a game comes out late than it comes out late and busted or not as good as it could have been, you know. Um, so yeah, probably won't hear any more about that until maybe E3. Maybe we we'll get some more stuff about it. Maybe like a better official trailer. But at this point, if it's sometime 2023, uh, you know, I probably I would hold my breath. All right. That's it for the news. Like I said, a real short news week. Um, so let's talk about some of the horror movies that are coming out this week because there are quite a few. And I'm reading this off of uh, Bloody Disgusting. who has got a good list of 11 horror movies. A lot of them are kind of B movies, though, or movies of you know questionable quality. Uh, so i want going to talk about the, uh, the ones that seem most interesting to me here. Uh, so no offense to anyone else on this list, but these are the ones that are striking my fancy. Uh, first off, we have the Bunker Game, which comes out March 17th, and that'll be on Shudder. Uh, here's how the description is for a Bunker Game. Uh, Laura is an actress in a LARP, a live-action role-playing game, where participants play the survivors of an atomic war who live underground in a sealed bunker. After several mysterious accidents, the game is interrupted and the players leave the bunker while the staff remain behind to investigate the disappearance of Greg, the game's mastermind. They soon find themselves trapped inside and in peril as they begin to die in mysterious ways. The group realizes that someone, or something paranormal, is playing a twisted game with them which quickly plunges them into a terrifying fight for survival. that pretty good. Uh, Go check out the trailer for that. I'm kind of intrigued by that. That could be fun. Uh, here's the one that I'll hopefully be seeing this week, which is called uh, X from Ty West, who is, um, has uh, taken a little sabbatical from horror and is coming back with this one. Um, really excited to see what he does. Here's a description for it. In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast soon find themselves in a desperate fight for their lives. Uh, check out the trailer. It looks like a kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre-esque movie, like kind of in that vein. It looks really cool. Uh, stars Brittany Snow, Mia Goth, um, Kid Cudi, Martin Henderson, Owen Campbell, and Jenna Ortega, who was recently in Scream. So a pretty strong cast there. Next up, we have Uma, uh, which stars Sandra Oh. Um, in this one, Amanda living a quiet life with her daughter on an American farm. Uh, but when the remains of her estranged mother arrive from Korea, Amanda becomes haunted by the fear of turning into her own mother. Uh, so I, that one, I, you know, Sam Raimi produced, um, you know, just doesn't mean instant quality, but it does sound interesting. It's very, at least the very least, it's a, a really interesting premise that you don't typically see in um, big American horror films, so that could be pretty cool. Uh, that's coming out this weekend as well. That unfortunately I think is only in theaters. A lot of these are only in theaters as far as I know, except for the, um, the shutter one, obviously. Uh, this one is coming out to Amazon prime. And this was definitely one I wanted to see back when it was playing at the, uh, the Sundance film festival. So I'm excited for this one. Uh, this one is called master and it stars, uh, Regina Hall, Zoe Renee and Amber gray. Uh, In Master, three women strive to find their place at a prestigious New England university whose frosty elitism may disguise something more sinister. Professor Gail Bishop, Regina Hall, has recently promoted to master of a residence hall, the first time at storied Ancaster College that a black woman has held the post. Determined to breathe new life into centuries-old tradition, Gail soon finds herself wrapped up in the trials and tribulations of Jasmine Moore, Zoe Renee, an energetic and optimistic black freshman. Jasmine's time in Ancaster hits a snag early on when she's assigned a dorm room that is rumored to be haunted. Things get worse when Jasmine clashes in the classroom with Liv Beckman, Amber Gray, a professor in the middle of her own racially charged tenure review. As Gail tries to maintain order and fulfill her duties of a master, the cracks begin to show in Ancaster's once immaculate facade. After a career spent fighting to make it into Ancaster's inner circle, Gail is confronted with the horrifying prospect of what lies beneath. Her question ultimately becoming, not whether the school is haunted, but by whom. So, know, that's a pretty good premise. Pretty strong premise. Pretty long premise, actually. And I heard some good things about it uh, after Sundance. Um, I think one of the main criticisms I heard Was that it kind of takes its themes a little uh, Like the themes kind of beat you over the head But that can be kind of subjective So we'll see, we'll see how that goes I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance It's on Amazon Prime so that's, you know That's an easy watch We also have uh, Black Crab Coming to Netflix this week um, This one stars Nomi Is it Nomi? Nomi Rapace? Nomi Rapace? I think that's how you say her name it's all those names where you never have to say it out loud, but you read it all the time. Uh, Nomi Rapace. Um, this is like a post-apocalyptic uh, movie, so that's always a that's always one that grabs my interest. Here's the description: uh, During a long, harsh winter, six soldiers embark on a covert mission across a frozen archipelago, risking their lives to transport a mysterious package that could end the war. As they enter hostile enemy territory. They have no idea what dangers life ahead, or who, if anyone, they can trust. But for speed skater turned soldier Carolyn Ed, the mission is about something else entirely. So that last line, though, kind of makes it seem like a cheesy '80s action movie. A speed k- speed skater turned soldier, like that kind of like seems like one of those things where it's like, okay, we need a gimmick for this action movie. She's a speed skater. She can speed out of danger. She can skate out of any danger that she faces. I don't know. We'll see about that one. The premise and the trailer both look pretty interesting. And finally, we have Windfall, which is, um, as Bloody Disgusting puts it, kind of a Hitchcockian thriller. So not necessarily a horror movie, but could be something, you know, fans of the horror genre might enjoy. Um, Windfall is described by Netflix as a Hitchcockian thriller following a wealthy couple who arrive at a vacation home only to find it's being robbed. Uh, the film stars, Jason Siegel, Lily Collins, and Jesse Plemons who are all great actors and actresses. Like this is a very extremely strong cast. Um, the trailer looks great. So go check that out if you haven't seen it. All right. So that is everything coming out this week. Like I said, this is a pretty strong week. Um, lots of good options for you out there. Good options to stay at home good options to go to the theater. So whatever you want to do this weekend, there is something for you. Um, and that is it for me personally. I'm going to go try to see X in the theater. So hopefully I get to do that. And I'll try to check out some of these other ones. It's a lot of movie to cram in one weekend. And plus I want to play some Elden ring, you know, you know, I want to play some games. So we'll see. Hopefully I can get all that stuff jammed into this weekend. Um, but yeah, that is it for me guys. You guys stay safe out there. You know, it's 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 starting to get a little better out there. The weather's kind of warming up. It's kind of feeling a little more positive, aside from you know all the negative stuff going on in the world. But at least the weather feels better. <laughs> so hopefully that kind of puts a, a smile on your face during these hard times. All right, you guys stay safe, and I will see you on the other side.